I hate it. I hate it. Don't Thanks, I hate FaceTime it. with me from England until you stop with the excess noise. <laughs> I like how you were worried you were going to make noise by moving, and I'm just barely existing, <laughs> and I'm making too much noise. <laughs> Classic Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i feel like i haven't seen you in forever we haven't it's been so yeah. long we did so many ahead of time uh-huh. and then you had your family visiting you in england i had my family visiting me in los angeles by family mm-hmm. i mean my sister and her fiance but he was only here for a few days that counts though it counts it was really nice to have them i took my sister to disneyland and Aww. I like have no voice because I screamed on every ride. I go, I have an annual pass. I go to Disney more times than I like to even admit. And I'm still yeah. so scared of everything. I, I was like, what? I'm, oh, I'm struggling with what ride scares you. I mean, the Incredicoaster. Is it still oh, the Incredicoaster? Yeah, the Incredicoaster okay. scares me. Every, literally everything. We went on kiddie rides just for fun and I was still scared. <laughs> okay. This is tracking, actually. I'm not really sure why I was surprised, to be honest with you. I'm actually slightly surprised that you were surprised at first. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty much always (laughs) afraid, like even the slightest thing will just like go off track and just like Mm -hmm. throw me overboard, even if it's like going two miles per hour in like the kitty area. I don't know. Mm. It's a some might say it's me not being able to control a situation that gets me a little anxious, but. I mean, that's who crazy. Would say that? That's trained professionals. Yeah. Or we don't listen to them anyway. I'm who cares? Fine. Why would you listen to the opinion of somebody you have to pay? Like, right? And they just want me it's to ridiculous. take all these medications to help control it. I'm like, look, that's, I like to be in control. Yeah. Yeah. That's an angle. <laughs> I'll tell you if I'm going to take medication. That's right. I will fill that prescription and then I'll decide if I want to actually <laughs> take it. <laughs> I'll go behind the counter at the pharmacy and I'll tell them how many pills I need. <laughs> That's self-care right there. That's right. That is becoming empowered with your body. <laughs> Speaking of being empowered with your yeah. body and choosing yes, what goes into it, alcohol yeah. segue, this is... Oh. Bitchies and booze. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> a paranormal <laughs> podcast. We have a shot of liquid courage. Oh my gosh. Out I, of nowhere. I'm <laughs> like, okay, my voice is already going. We have two episodes to record. I, we got to get this going. <laughs> I love it. You don't have time for this shit. My voice is like, and you've got 35 <laughs> minutes. Done, so. And yep. <laughs> let's wrap this up until we are done. I, I'll just I'll just loop a bunch of your reactions now that I've learned I can do that. <laughs> perfect it's like wow was Amy out partying smoking cigarettes all night no she went to Disneyland (laughs) two days ago and the air was dry and she screamed a lot (laughs) that's it yeah are you still on fire over there is it fire everywhere I think there's still fire everywhere it's been pretty bad this season and you know how they are but it's like 
I think we're good now. I'm like just checking yeah. the sky. I'm like, yeah. You literally turned to look to see if there was fire outside. Let me see if we're on fire super fast. Um, <laughs> that's the trickiest part. It's like what, even if it's just miles away, if the wind yeah. is shifting away from you, you have no idea. And then the yeah. winds will shift from a fire that's 30 miles away and it's like all smoke out here. Yeah. But um, I think it's getting a little bit better. It's been tough. Like the 405, all the mountains are in like by the Getty. We're on fire. Everything's just black and yeah. charred now. And Aww. I know. And it's just so windy. And it's literally like 8% humidity. It just sucks. Wow. I know. Well, we had fire over here, but that's because it was Guy Fox Day yesterday. So things were supposed to be on fire. What? And it literally. Oh, what does Guy Fox Day for the listeners who don't know, obviously? Well, I mean, I definitely knew and didn't Google it while I was at the celebration (laughs) or anything. (laughs) All I knew was there there were fireworks, which, by the way, there's like no fucking rules about fireworks here. Literally, the rule is, are you 16? Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Which I was like, we can't do that. But it's also filthy wet here all the time. Oh, so right. it literally rained in the middle of the Guy Fox <laughs> uh, celebration. And it Perfect. was fine. So, um, yeah, we went and got fireworks and blew stuff up. There's so many, like, nice fields around here. Um, I took a video I put on my Instagram. It was really funny because uh, I lit it. It was, it was a pretty big one. It's called an Astro Blaster. I thought that was great. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I lit it and I was running away um, like a professional. Of course. And um, what was really funny was uh, you could hear in the background as it starts going up into the air, you just hear a child screaming. <laughs> I forgot. There was a kid like going across the bridge nearby and it just scared the crap out of it. <laughs> just blowing children up in England, Tammy. Yeah. Good job. This is what you do. But it's great. They had They had a great fireworks show. I mean comparable to any fourth of july show i've seen and then um there was a big ass pile of pallets they lit on fire so it was fun wait and all for the is guy fox a person yeah so um it is okay you know those masks um like in v for vendetta yes those are guy fox masks i don't really know why that's related but basically um he tried to blow up uh king james the first in parliament uh, and uh, he was part of a big conspiracy, and they caught him because he was guarding the gunpowder, and they, like, killed him. And everyone was so happy that King James lived, they let celebratory bonfires, oh. and now they do it every year. That's fun. Yeah. I bet you guys didn't know this was also a history podcast. I bet you did know that, because <laughs> <laughs> if you've listened to any That's of true. That is very uh, true. It's I don't know about you, but mine's going to be a history podcast today a little bit. Uh, uh, mine yeah. is, I edit it down a lot. So it's okay. It's more ghosty than history, I think. Okay. Yeah. I left in because I was like, I wasn't sure how much you had done. I assume, because this week, you guys, based on the direct suggestion of one of our listeners, who I'm, I'm just going to call Larry because I feel like I know you by uh, social media names. Girl yes. with the coffee tattoo being one of my favorites. I love um, that on one. On Twitter. Yeah. Yep. She's got a good <laughs> um, one. 
Larry just did a haunted Galveston tour and sent us some awesome pictures that we are going to share on the Instagram. And uh, and I was like, that's a great idea. Wait, I don't have to come up with a topic? Yeah, we'll take it. Haunted Galveston it is. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> do you see how easy this is, listeners? We want to do what you want us to do. Yes, <laughs> just reach out or become friends just with us and post things. <laughs> Tell us what to do, please, for the love of God. I'm so sick of making my own decisions here. Well, uh, I knew that only that Galveston was haunted because of the one hotel that you did when we did mm-hmm. like something about water maybe or bathrooms. Was it bathrooms? Yeah, it might have been bathrooms. Because that hotel is a super haunted bathroom. But right. I didn't realize until we tapped into this, and I, I'm glad you went into more of the history of it because I didn't. Yeah. Like Galveston's so fucking haunted yeah it is oh it's very shit haunted. i also didn't realize it was an island Tech- yeah so islands are super haunted ghosts don't cross water yeah well um i did mine so i'll 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 go first yeah. this time if that's okay okay just because i will i'll do my history part Excellent. Um, and then also uh to go with which i know i did this last time i did galveston i went ahead and i made a hurricane <gasps> so good i loved that, that w- by which i mean there was pre-made hurricanes at the grocery store i'm so jealous it's disgusting, oh. but I'm drinking it. It's so sweet. And also, like, they said pre-made hurricanes, but it's, like, got no alcohol. Con- it's got, like, 4% alcohol. Oh, wow. A real hurricane's, like, Oh, it'll you know, knock half, you on your ass. Rum. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. grain alcohol and rum. Yeah. Also, the color of Tammy's hurricane is, like, orange <laughs> soda. Like... Yeah, uh, it's awful. It's so bad. I literally, but I was like, I was doing that thing where I was like, I don't want to buy three different bottles of rum to make one fucking drink for myself. I know. You know? I so, know. I agree. Well, so then I was walking through and I was like, oh, and you say you could always throw extra rum into it. It's like, you know, it's an alcoholic yeah. mixer in a way. Well, yeah, Ben was like, do you want to throw some of this Belvedere vodka in there? And I was like, no. And then I was like, maybe. And I was like, nah, it's okay. I'll just, I'll just drink. It's a little fizzy. That's kind of nice. Yeah, I can see the fizz. <laughs> I would never You're serve you this, Amy, I swear. I will only poison my own body with hey, this trash. We have served ourselves some real shitty things in the past and each other. So it's okay. Yeah. And I'll, inter- it, I'll introduce my drink because I want to start drinking it. It's so basic. Good. I just did a, oh God, it's terrible. So a Texas mule, I figured there must be a Texas oh. mule, right? Um, Absolutely. There were so many weird ass combinations. Like most of them was like, it just instead of uh, vodka, it's whiskey. And then another one was like, it's vodka, but also with a prickly pear jam that you have to boil down. And no. so look. It's a Moscow meal, but we're calling it a Texas meal because I actually didn't have whiskey. So good for you. But I had my favorite ginger beer in the house and it's already open and I want to use it. You got your cute little copper mug. I got my copper mug. It's so icy cold. I love it. Oh my God. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers to Galveston, Texas. Oh God. I'm going to drink this. Mm. Oh, she's drinking it. So sweet. It's cloyingly sweet. Uh, I don't think I've used that word out loud before, but it was appropriate. I don't know that I've ever heard that word, but I like it. Uh, I feel educated. 
thank you. It's it was oh, it's it's not good. Don't drink this, guys. Um, okay, so uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna jump right in. Uh, and as many listeners, I I definitely talked about uh, the great storm of Galveston last time I did my Galveston story, but it was a very long time ago. So yeah. I will give a, a a brief historical recap. Please do. Um, it was so long ago. Okay, so um, this, uh, on September 8th, 1900, um, the Great Storm, which is considered the worst national, already, look, it's not good, but the sugar is just making your tongue stick to your lips. I am going into diabetic shock is what's (laughs) happening, yeah. We always thought it was the alcohol that would kill us, turns out. (laughs) Nope. It's the sugar. Uh, it's sucralose. Um, okay, it's considered the worst natural disaster in the nation's history. More than 6,000 men, women, and children lost their lives. Um, it was... Okay, so basically it was a giant hurricane that came at the time. Galveston was actually one of the like fanciest, hippest, up-and-coming cities in all of America. And it was very rich. And this uh, hurricane came and uh, basically just buried the entire island, killing tons of people. They did not have appropriate warning to get off of the island. And today, if you go back and visit many of the buildings, if they survived, which most did not, um, they have filled in basements. And the first floor is, was, is what used to be the second floor because they raised the entire level of the island by like 12 feet. So that this would hopefully never happen again. Oh, so if this if a structure yeah. survived, you could you mm-hmm. can tell today because the basement would be filled in. Yep they oh. they've they have filled in the first floor um, and it is or or made it a basement. But basically, oh. you walk in on the second floor now because oh um, crazy they raised yeah because it was not the hurricane winds it was the storm surge, surge the, yeah. the tsunami basically yeah so oh wow. All right, That's so creepy. now I'm going to talk um, very specifically about the history of my place, um, which uh, I literally just took what Larry sent me. Uh, I have pictures of a very haunted, you guessed it, Walmart. Yeah! Another haunted Walmart! Yes. Uh, oh, my God. Oh my I have God, a brand, oh and I really appreciate that people know what, uh, know what my brand is. <laughs> um, okay, so obviously it was not a Walmart in 1900. <laughs> Maybe not obviously, but obviously. Um, That'd be amazing. The, the Seawall Walmart is where the former St. Mary's Orphans Asylum used to reside. Um, that's right. It's a Walmart and an orphanage. Oh, God. Two, two oh, for the geez. price of one, baby. Um, okay. So it was operated by the Sisters of Charity. And... Um, Let's see. Uh, They came, the sisters came in 1866 to care for the sick and infirmed. It was a major port of entry in Texas. And so there were a lot of orphan children because um, there were a lot of yellow fever epidemics. Mm. Um, So they started the orphanage um, and the location seemed ideal because it was kind of outside of town. It was close to the the sea. And um, so it was away from the threat of yellow fever. And, um... Then the storm came. Spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) And uh, 
basically, hold on. I'm trying to not like go into too much detail about the storm because guess what? Storms are stormy. They are. Um, okay. Uh, so Sister Elizabeth Ryan, who was one of the 10 sisters at St. Mary's Orphanage, went into town that morning to get food. Um, and the people in the town were like, hey, there's a bad storm. Don't go back there. And she's like, well, but I have to because if I don't, the orphans won't have anything to eat tonight, uh, which is poor planning. And thank God there's a Walmart there now you can buy in bulk. Um <laughs> <laughs> that was poor planning yeah it's like you don't go out well maybe back in the 1800s you did like you didn't really have yeah. many ways to store food fresh for a few That's days yeah. yeah no no fridges I guess um so according to one of the boys at the orphanage the rising tides began eroding the sand dunes as though they were made of flour Ugh. soon the waters of the gulf reached the dormitories the sisters at the orphanage brought all the children into the girls dorm because it was newer and they felt like it was stronger um, in the first floor chapel, they tried to calm the children by having them sing the song Queen of the Waves. Mm. Uh, taking the children to the second floor, um, the sisters had um, a worker there collect a clothesline rope. And um, they were having the children sing to keep them calm. And uh, at about 730, the main surge strikes like the south shore of the island. Um, so they take this rope. This is a story that's in that book that I talk about all the time mm -hmm. that I love. Um, and they decided that, uh, so they needed to get up higher. So they, they go up to the second story balcony and, um, they take the children and, uh, each of the sisters starts tying kids to herself so that they won't get swept away. Aww. Um, each sister tied herself to between six and eight children, um, a couple of the children didn't do it. The older children, they climbed, climbed up onto the roof and, um, basically the bottom fell out. The roof came crashing down. Oh. It trapped everyone inside and only three boys from the orphanage survived. Holy um, shit. So everyone else died and they, one of the tra tragic things is like in an effort to keep the little, cause they had little kids with them to try to save them and not have them float away. They're all tied together, but they think that actually made things worse because maybe some more of them could have gotten out, oh. but they were tied yeah, to each other. Yeah, because if just one person's trapped, you're all yeah. trapped. Oh, yeah. no. Um, so uh, these boys, they climbed onto a tree that was floating, and they were there for over a day until it finally floated into town and they were rescued. Oh, my God. Um, one of the boys remembered a sister tightly holding two small children in, in her arms, promising not to let them go. Uh, throughout the next couple of weeks, the sisters were kind of found, and they just buried them right where they found Aww. them. And many of them still had the children attached to them. And they did find that one sister, and she still had the two kids <sighs> in her arms. Oh. So, oh my yeah. God. These are good nuns at a good orphanage. I feel like yeah. a few episodes back when I did... We orphanage and it was just yeah. like awful, nuns, awful, bad nuns. These are good nuns. Aww. So on September 8th, it was so it was the 10 nuns and 60 children all died in this orphanage. Um, and there were only the three survivors on September 8th, the anniversary in 1994, a historical marker was placed um, commemorating it, uh, marking the site. Um, a, the descendants of two of the survivors were there to participate. Aww. And, um, as a part of the ceremony, queen of the waves was again sung at the same time as place. 
um, as it was during the great storm and continues to be sung each September the 8th by Sisters of Charity in the Incarnate Word. Oh my gosh, Um, that's so sweet. It gave me chills like in a good way. Yeah, so that's why the Walmart that is now on this place is haunted as fuck. Um, (laughs) I can only imagine Let's talk about it. Um, Walmart employees have been reporting misplaced toys, missing pallets of toy inventory, phantom children's laughter, and cries for parents. Oh. Um, So one of the the employees said uh, she was hearing a child crying. So she went to find the child thinking they were lost and needed help finding their mother. She searched the toy department and called out to the child without an answer and even had other employees and customers trying to assist finding the lost child. They never did find the child, never saw a crying child for that matter. And suddenly the crying was said to just stop. It always sounded like the child was just on the next aisle over and two employees argued back and forth saying, don't you see her? She's on your side (gasps) with the other one responding. No, she's on your side. I can hear her. But they were unable to ever find the little girl. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So that's that's pr- that's pretty much like the most uh concrete one. And then because I have uh on the ground reporting from Larry, uh lots of super creepy pictures, including a toy that was knocked to the ground on the aisle, which, by the way, I had not done my research yet. I just looked at it and was like, oh, that's a little creepy. And then I read about all these toys and I'm like, that is fucking creepy as hell. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You have pictures? She has yeah, pictures. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, so yeah, it is. The pictures have been sent to us. Oh, um, see, this is yeah, look. my fault for not checking social media. I would have seen these. Oh, that is creepy. Yeah, it's all knocked over on the ground there. That just looks creepy, and it doesn't look natural the way that it fell. Yeah. Whoa. And that's when she was there? Mm-hmm. She said it was busy, but I don't see anybody in any of these pictures, no, Larry. No, it looks not busy to me. Yeah. Whoa. So anyway, that is the Haunted Walmart, which is my favorite thing ever, on the site of a creepy-ass orphanage full of dead children. The end. That is crazy. I l- Again, it reminds me of... Um, Dave Snook, who I ran into recently at Bordner's, and Aww. he uh, at the I have literally run into Dave Snook at Bordner's. Not saying anything about Dave Snook's no proclensity to be at Bordner's. My own though. <laughs> well, he's always doing shit at Second City, so that's true. That's where you find him. But I ran into him and uh, Ithamar. We had a friend with us, and Ithamar was like, "Tell tell him real quick, like what you do, Dave." And so he like went into with his thick 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 accent and then he went on his tangent about you know and then they're knocking the, the all the abandoned asylums down and building walmarts and <laughs> now, you, now you just get fucking haunted walmarts everywhere <laughs> so true and he's not wrong he's a smart yeah. kid <laughs> we know? have examples we have, we have facts to back this up we have now a haunted walmart the data in california i don't remember where it was but you had done yeah, that neither we had the haunted mm-hmm. Toys R Us, also in California, yeah. I think. Haunted Walmart, yeah. shit, mm-hmm. dog, that's crazy. I feel like Galveston is just <laughs> haunted, like soil, just from this one storm. You know, yeah, it's awful. It's like, it, yeah, yeah, just like starting my research. I just saw so many pictures that was just like, oh my god, oops, 
Mm-hmm. I lost your beautiful face. Where'd you go? Okay, there we go. I'm right here. There you are. Um, well, I'm glad that you covered like a lot about the storm because I really didn't. Um, oh, great. So I did the Tremont House Hotel um, mm-hmm. and it's from GalvestonGhost.com. Oh, yeah. Shit. What was mine from? I sh- I'll cite my source in the show notes. Yeah. You cited I Larry. write them. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I wrote it down. I just forgot to say it. Oh, well, it was probably GalvestonGhost.com because I feel like and this one had everything. Yeah. Now I've closed my... Okay, wait. Hold on. Okay. I'll do it real quick, real quick, okay. real quick. Okay. Exciting my source. It's GalvestonGhost.com. <gasps> no way! Great. Oh, my it gosh. It really is. That's insane. Well, thank you, GalvestonGhost.com. Yes. Um, so I had to make sure this wasn't the hotel you had already done, and it's not. Because okay. that yours had, like, this crazy haunted spa... And like that haunted yeah. first floor With bathroom. Kids. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And that was also on GalvestonGhost.com, but I did not mm. choose it. So this is a different one. So this is Tremont House. So as with most things that were built in the 1800s, the first one burnt down and then like the second <laughs> one burnt down again. Uh-huh. So the first one was like this super amazing, like really popular, grandiose hotel in Galveston. And then the Civil War came and it was occupied by Union soldiers, and then a fire destroyed it. So then it mm. was rebuilt to be an even bigger and better and fancier and texas ear hotel. Yeah. So it was like, oh, we're going to like do this even more. And it opened on February 20, no, just February, 1872. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real uh, long party. <laughs> uh, I also learned through just my research that Texas, ooh, I burped. Uh, Texas became a state on my birthday, on February nineteenth, something something something. Shut the hell up! And I know I'm a New York girl, but I think there's a reason why I'm besties with yeah. a Texas girl. I like that. I like, I like that a lot. I liked it too, and I just was excited to share that with you. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. Um, okay, so the new one opened uh, February 1872. Um, it made a big splash. Celebrities and presidents loved it. They always went there. And then came the big hurricane, or the storm, because I don't think they called them yeah. hurricanes back then. Right? Did they? Uh, I don't know. I kept saying the great storm, the great storm, but it was yeah. a hurricane. Yeah. They, it was a hurricane. I feel like they, they didn't name them like we do now. Oh, you know? right. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so during the storm of 1900, hundreds took refuge in the Tremont House Hotel. Clara Barton, the organizer of the American Red Cross, stayed there when she came to Galveston after the storm to assist disaster victims. Uh, on November 1st, 1928, the hotel was closed. Its days of glory over. It was in serious disrepair from the storm. They just never recovered. And... Uh, uh, demolition began on December 11th, 1928. The mm. third Tremont House Hotel was... <laughs> yeah. They're bad at rebranding. Y'all just don't quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Rebranding, it means tear down the building, build it back up, and call it the exact same thing, right? <laughs> Make it look That's the it exact works. same, just a little bit yeah. nicer. And <laughs> So the new one was... That. Move it five inches to the left. <laughs> This time we'll do a capital T, Tremont. <laughs> uh, it was built, uh, the newest one was actually not built until the mid-1980s. Um, mm. And they did move it like around the corner to this historic landmark <laughs> building. 
<laughs> so today it's a gorgeous 119 room complex. It takes up an entire block and a half um, of the of the city. And the elegant hotel sports Victorian era style. Um, and the suites look like they're from Victorian era. So that it still makes it look like creepy and haunted. It is creepy and haunted, but it's new. Yeah. It's new. Um, new haunts. It's all about the new haunts. So here are the ghost stories. Okay. Uh, so the first one is the Civil War soldier, which who doesn't have a Civil War soldier uh-huh. ghost? Um, yeah. So the Civil War soldier ghost is probably the best known at Tremont House. This ghost is said to haunt the first the first floor <laughs> lobby, the bar, the dining area, and the offices um, of Tremont House. Sorry, there are so many typos in this. It's so I'm just now <laughs> noticing, and they're not my typos. Okay. Did you hear me? Well, we shouldn't have aggressively cited our source because did you hear me tripping over so much stuff? Because I was like, oh, yes. Is- okay. So it's the website. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Wait, we got to call them out on their shit. I mean, we cited yeah. them. Now we can yeah. critique them. <laughs> Great. Um, so the ghost was spotted, has been spotted by uh, staff and guests. Um, uh, it's normally seen or heard marching back and forth up and down the length of the long hallway that makes up the front lobby area. Um, and it marches in front of the elevator shafts, um, past the front desk towards the office areas, front desk. Damn. I know he's just all over this first yeah. floor. Maybe he's afraid of stairs. He doesn't want to go upstairs, but he can't stay still. Um, <laughs> uh, front desk clerks have heard the click, 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 click of boots on the hard marble floor. Um, Ooh. And then they hear the sound of the boots come out of the back room only to find the lobby is empty and nobody is there. Uh, I know. It says, could the soldier be watching the front doors of Tremont House waiting on Union soldiers to invade the island and stand guard against the possible invasion? How do they know it's a Confederate soldier? Exactly, because the original Tremont House was uh, occupied by Occupado. Union soldiers. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's only one way to find out. We'd have to put like, uh, like a red jacket and a blue jacket on the floor and see which one gets gets moved. <sighs> Amy, am I wrong? It's gray and blue. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who's the red? Who's the red coats? The British. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong war, but only by like a hundred years. You're fine. <laughs> I told you guys this is a history <laughs> podcast. I say dumb shit. Tammy corrects it. We all learn. Also, blue and gray are way too close together. They're so like, close together. A, yeah. I've always thought that was a mistake. And it was. I corrected it. You're welcome. It's now <laughs> red and blue. Yeah. <laughs> it's more aesthetic. Democrat, Republican, Union, Confederate. There you go. Ay, ay, ay. Whoops. Okay. The next ghost is called the Lucky Man Sam. Um, okay. So this is the ghost of a salesman who has a limp. And he is named Sam. After gambling most of the night, Sam returned to his room um, in the former, um, this this building that the Tremont House is now in. It used to be called the Belmont Boarding House. Uh, so once when he was a resident at the Belmont Boarding House, uh, he came back to his room after gambling all night. And he actually did well. He, he win like lots of monies. Like yeah. a whole dollar probably. Oh my he God. He was rich for that era. <laughs> 
Um, so where was I? Oh, yeah. So he had a great night. He returned to his room with his pockets full of his winnings. That night, as Sam lay sleeping, someone murdered him and took the money he had won. Oh, no. You're never supposed to brag about what you win. No. Uh, Just go home. Put it in the bank. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, There's also a twist on the story where uh, he wasn't murdered in his bed. He was ambushed and robbed in the fourth floor hallway. Either way, dude was killed for his lucky winnings. Not so lucky, I suppose. To this day, the east side of the fourth floor of the Tremont House still experience odd, unexplained occurrences. Just after Reconstruction, post-Hurricane Ike, what hurricane was that? I feel like that's more recent. Yeah, it was pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. okay, so they probably got a lot of damage, huh? Um, hotel guests on the fourth floor complained of having peculiar experiences strikingly similar in nature. One night, the doors to their rooms shook, followed by a loud pound, like a knock on the door. <laughs> I don't, I just got chills. I know, I can, like you're that. just scared. You're scaring, you, you're, my what? scaredyness? <laughs> what am I saying? Is spreading? <laughs> you reacting scared me. Sorry. I can't talk. <laughs> who spiked, who spiked my Texas mule with more <laughs> Texas? Um, oh. So, yeah, so all of the residents on the fourth floor, their doors shook, and then they hear banging, and uh, the guests reported hearing a strange one-footed stomping in the hallway accompanying a distinct dragging noise. So I feel like it was like the Sam's ghost running away because he has the limp and then he got killed and then they were dragging his body like his murder was like reenacted. Totally fucking forgot about his limp. That scares the shit out of me. So much was scary. I have chills. I have chills on my right side. Um, Okay, there's two. Oh, there's three Marcos. Oh, dang. I, I gotta zip through this because I also have the best I have reviews, TripAdvisor reviews <gasps> on this. <Yes! laughs> oh my god! Did you just you know punch yourself in the eye? Life? No. Oh, <laughs> I did this. Okay, I was looking at my research, and I all of a sudden, at the cord, I saw you touch your eye, and I'm like, did she just punch herself? <laughs> I've got these super cool clear glasses frames. They're so you can't super tell. cool. Are those new? Yeah, eh, I've had them for a little while. I got them like. I've had them for a little while. I love them. I tend to not wear them when I'm recording because they get in the way of my headphones. Oh. She immediately right. forgot before I started <laughs> recording. Well, for you, it's late. It's the end of the night. Take yeah. out the contacts, put on the glasses. Yeah, uh, exactly. So there's another ghost of a storm victim. Uh, guests of the Tremont have also experienced uh, activity believed to be caused by a storm victim of the 1900 storm. According to witnesses, where whenever there's a storm, Thunder, lightning, rain, and or wind activity, um, or wind, the activity really amps up. So if a storm's a brewing, the ghosts start freaking out. Mm. Floors three and four have had the most paranormal activity, including knocking, ceiling fans switching on and off, shadow figures moaning and crying after loud sounds of thunder, lights being turned on and off while guests are asleep, and televisions going on and off randomly in both occupied and unoccupied rooms. According to an article written in the Islander magazine titled Hauntings and History in the Tremont House, uh, they claim that an employee who worked in guest services for several years... um, uh, had some like a bunch of experiences and this employee went to uh, the manager. Wait, what? Oh, huh? 
I don't know what's mm-hmm. happening here. This is Ooh. really poorly written. This paragraph yeah. makes zero sense. I'm so sorry. I like rearranged half of my article and I still was just like, why are you saying the same thing four times I in a row I rearranged here? it too and I still fucked yeah. myself up. Okay, let's try this again. Basically, an employee said that there um, were a lot of complaints from, from guests uh, to the managers. Um, one of the complaints being that this guest shower was going on and off intermitt- intermittently, and they heard breathing in his ear while he slept and the whispering <laughs> sound of a man's voice. No. Yes. And then there were uh, paralegals staying at the hotel that were there to work on a major case. And they complained to the front desk staff about the petulant nature of the shower, uh, as did uh, the employee's sisters who stayed there. Um, And they also reported feeling a presence above her while she was sleeping. A petulant paranormal presence for the paralegals. Oh, boom. You've got to say... You said paralegal, and I already started thinking paranormal, and then just more words started showing up, and I I was thrilled. You also have an excellent short-term memory. If you had just said that whole (laughs) jumbled up, fucked up paragraph that made no sense, I'd be like, can you repeat one of those words? Maybe I'll remember what you said. (laughs) You're good. She's sharp. Um, oh god it's the glasses it's the glasses it makes me feel smart the glasses and all that sugar you're just yeah oh, your brain god. is bouncing off the walls of your skull right now <laughs> really is <laughs> so there's a little ghost um of a little boy named jimmy okay Aww. a former chef of the tremont uh tells a story about a little boy that haunts the lobby and elevators of the tremont house hotel i guess he's there with the soldier uh, she said, the chef said that they used to see him, um, often in the kitchens and that new employees at the front desk always had an experience with Jimmy during their first month. Most front desk clerks would tell her about seeing a little boy out of the corner of their eye. And when they would look back again, he would be gone. Another account is that a female front desk clerk was helping a guest check in and saw a young boy playing behind the man, which she assumed was his son. When the man walked away, the little boy didn't follow. So she began, she looked around to find the young boy again, but he was gone. Later that evening, when the guest came down to ask her to call a taxi, she asked him about the little boy and the guest reported he hadn't seen a child and he himself did not have any children. Uh, Bar staff that work in the bar area of the Tremont House Hotel have reported glasses being pushed off of the bar. One bartender mentioned that one time he saw a glass move and assumed it was because of condensation buildup under the glass, so he just ignored Mm. it. That would also be really creepy. I never knew that was a thing. That's creepy. Yeah. Um, uh, So he just ignored it. Then he watched the glass move again even further the second time. And this really got his attention, and he continued to watch the glass. Finally, he watched it as it slid a good 12 inches across the bar and tumbled <gasps> to the ground. Oh. I know. Um, and then the last one is just a really silly. It's a ghost that scatters everyone's clothes around. <laughs> so, <they're- laughs> so I guess it's a popular hotel for cruise ship passengers to stop on their, like, the night before they get on the oh, ship. Oh, sure. Um, or it's a, a a port, a stop. I don't know. Um, so one guest was staying prior to a cruise she and her husband uh, were taking 
And they, they woke up in the morning and they found their belongings scattered all over the room. The clothes scattered out of their suitcase, shoes were in the bathroom, and a jewelry case that was locked in the wives' suitcase was suddenly unlocked and they were never able to locate the key. The couple was scheduled to come back from their cruise and stay the night in the Tremont house again. But they decided to stay at another local ho- <laughs> hotel instead. <laughs> um, so I've got to read you these TripAdvisor. There's just two TripAdvisor oh. reviews. And they're actually super scary, but also funny because they always are. Yeah. They're out. Yeah. Oh, boy. God bless TripAdvisor. And I'm so glad that this article linked to it because I'm like, yeah, <laughs> even more typos. You're going to get a kick. I love it. Um, okay. So this is a, a former guest experience who wrote a review. We stayed at the Tremont Sunday, September 9th, 2012, the night before our carnival cruise. We retired at 1030 and were awakened by all the lights turning on at midnight and again at 219 a.m. I just realized something. That's your birthday. That's my birthday. And it's the day Texas became a state. (gasps) Oh, my God. It's a very, very patriotic ghost. Yes. Uh, And who loves my birthday. Yeah. Um, then at around 4 a.m., I nudged my husband and told him I had to go to the bathroom. Would he please turn on the lights? Sounds like something you and I would uh-huh. absolutely do. Uh-huh. The very second I said turn on the lights, the lights turned <laughs> on. <laughs> I am very easily scared today. You are. I'm very freaked out. I love it, Tim. He's super scared today. I'm, I'm a baby today (laughs) maybe I think it's maybe it's because I've been staying in so many hotels and I'm staying in another hotel this weekend too now I'm just like I don't wanna and I mean you're in Europe it's older than shit out here there's lots of ghosts out there (sighs) it's amazing that you haven't had an experience yet though that's good I know there were some moments in the B&B in Ireland where like I was falling asleep and I was like Hmm. Is there somebody else here? And but eventually there was a cat. So even better. That that did happen, but cats yeah. over ghosts. Absolutely. Yeah. Um Amen. I feel like Ireland would be the most haunted for some reason. Just feels like just feels like it should be. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Uh okay, so like all the lights turned on as soon as she asked her husband to turn the lights on. Um, then she said that they had a really difficult time getting back to sleep, um, after each incident. She says, I was too scared to get out of bed, but finally around five or six, I could no longer wait. I get it. My bladder (laughs) has a two minute limit. Um, Uh I could no longer wait and decided to get up in the dark and turn on the bathroom light only. I turned it on and sat down on the toilet and boom, the light went out. I (gasps) know I hollered for my husband to turn on the lights. I didn't do it again, but then we never went back to sleep either. When we told the desk at checkout, we asked if the hotel was having any electrical problems, and we were told no. Then they gave the, oh, so sorry story, but did nothing about it. They said uh, they would have management call. Never heard a word. We had taken pictures earlier in the day and found a couple of really strange shadows and two orbs. On the wall, um, there looked like, wait, on the wall looked just like a man with a mustache and possibly a beard. We stayed in room 424. <gasps> okay. And they said the fourth floor is haunted. Uh, oh my God. Here's the next one. This is a creepy one too. 
Uh, we received a great holiday discount for our first stay at the Tremont and thought the hotel was beautiful and conveniently located by Strand Street, whatever. Uh, we had no clue that the hotel had a history of being haunted on the third and fourth floor. My husband and 16-year-old daughter and I were assigned to room 344. When my daughter initially entered the room, she stated that it gave her an eerie feeling. When we retired to bed around 10 p.m., about 20 minutes later, the ceiling fan turned on full blast. My husband got up and turned it off, just thinking that was weird. Around 2 a.m., a thunderstorm rolled in, and my daughter woke up hearing knocking sounds on the outside window and, uh, and footsteps. Oh, God, I'm so, I have such bad no, chills no. on my right side right now. This is so scary, Tammy. <laughs> uh, ah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, so, uh, she was hot. So she got up and turned on the fan for air. And while we were laying there listening to the storm, the fan clicked off by itself. That freaked us out over by the window where her father was sleeping. We saw darkness past the crack of light that was shining in from the curtain. And less than a minute later, we heard three low, deep moans in our room, very close to our faces. <laughs> it was a male's voice and it was not my sleeping husband. Oh, my God. I love that, the, of course, the husband is sleeping through all of this. Yeah, like Every totally. ghost encounter I've had in a hotel room, Ithamar is sleeping through everything. <laughs> I'm like, how is like two such different things happening? And we're just side yeah. by side. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike any, It was unlike any noise we had ever heard. And each time it increased in volume, we were very scared. Then my daughter and I were basically hanging on to each other, facing each other, lying on our sides. And I felt <laughs> an unusual pain, like a knife stabbing into my rib cage. So I rolled oh. over and it remained there and felt very real for at least five minutes. If I had been alone in that room, I would have left it at that point, but thought we were safe with my husband there. I mean, are you? He's sleeping, dude. No. Uh, I have never been a believer in the paranormal act, uh, until now. We reported to the front desk the next morning, and they said they had reports of third floor hauntings before. So we Googled the history of the Tremont when we got home and found that others had experienced the same haunting that we had. So if you want a real power paranormal experience, stay in room 344, especially if there's a storm brewing. Good luck. Oh my god! Yeah, it's so cr- okay. This is the most important question: How many stars did they give the hotel? <laughs> Great! Oh my gosh, I just copied and pasted oh. it. <laughs> Damn it! Okay. I, just- <laughs> I was just curious. Like that one sounds like a pretty positive review, it, you know? Right? I know. Uh-huh. Oh my god, that's so funny. I'm sure the first one did not give them good stars because they were mad yeah. that that um, management never reached out. Right. The other right. the other woman was like. Well, wasn't yeah. their fault. We should have now done I our research. In ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, I don't know why that creeped me out so bad. That did make me really creeped out. This hotel is like so, so, so haunted, and it's just so interesting because it moved locations. Even yeah, you know, yeah, I still have goosebumps everywhere. This is nuts. Yeah, weird. Uh, I think. Our cru- yeah, we left out of Galveston when we took our, our cruise oh, really? a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. It looks like a pretty pretty town. It's just so haunted. I feel like I've been there one other time, too, but it was like when I was like 12 or something, so I don't really remember too much about it. And and it wasn't like a trip to Galveston. We were in Houston, and then it was like, oh, we could drive to Galveston. And Oh, uh, yeah, know. yeah. Yeah. So, so. so it's an island like off of the – like in the Gulf – Kind? Yeah, like oh. off the tip, the bottom down there. Yeah. Oh, man. Just yeah. think, if that storm of 1900 never hit, it would barely be haunted. 
barely. It would barely be haunted. It's very interesting, too, because it, they say, like, Houston became what Galveston was. Like, it oh. would now, it would be Galveston. Well, probably not, because it, you know, there's constraint. Well, I don't know, Manhattan. I'm really talking myself in and out of right, cause historical like, ramifications of this thing. <laughs> like <laughs> That's true. Manhattan's an island, too, and it's, like, massively yeah. just built up, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm imagining that Galveston's a large island because as the t-shirts and bumper stickers say, everything's bigger in Texas. Is that a thing? They do say that, Amy. They absolutely say that, and it's absolutely true. They say, don't mess with Texas. Mm -hmm. Everything's bigger in Texas. The closer, the higher the hair, the closer to God. That's exactly right, Amy. And hook them horns. You nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my heart. (laughs) See, I learned. You know what? I don't want to talk about those fucking horns are dead to me. Losing like a bunch of losers. Those losers. Losing losers. So cranky. So cranky. I hope she has a strong drink for the next podcast record. Great news. I do. (laughs) 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 Don't mess with Tammy's Texas football. Mm. Yeah. Don't. Mm. Even if it's self-inflicted. God. So cranky. (laughs) Cranky making. Well, guys, if you want to follow in our dear friend Larry's footsteps and share things with us on social media or through our email or through our website that we can then share on our podcast, email Mm -hmm. us at banshees.nope. Email us at upghostandpersonal at Uh gmail.com. And then you can uh, go through our website, which is banshees.nope.com. That's right. And if you'd like to see pictures from this episode and we're going to be sharing Larry's pictures, um, you should follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze uh, and follow us on Twitter at Banshees and Booze. It's Tammy's very interactive on Twitter. Me more so Instagram. So we We divide and conquer. We we, we didn't even discuss the strategy. It just happened this way. It just naturally happened. I love it. I'm not going to try to change it. Uh, yeah. Wait, I have, a, I have a burp brewing. Oh, no. <sighs> it was quiet. Whoa. Wait, was it? I mean, if... I can't it? tell with for, these headphones on. For you, it would be quiet. For me, it would have been great. God. It would have been healthy. My next yeah. my next drink is effervescent as well. What have I done? Uh-oh. What have I done? <laughs> um, oh, oh, oh. And oh. Uh, rate... You have, a, you have a second because I've remembered. Oh, rate, great. Review and subscribe. Yeah. Uh, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And right. hey, Tammy. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost. Uh, uh, fill in the first floor of your house because you didn't need it anyway. <laughs> I'm God, the first thing I was going to say was very depressing. It was like, don't tie yourself to none. Ah. You'll die. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, that's not funny. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, look, it's true. I mean, that's, I mean it's, it's just true. It's a lesson but, we learned yeah. today. It's true. It don't I didn't do know it. that was in my arsenal of ghost survival, but it is now. <laughs> do not tie yourself to nuns. Ever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. <laughs> if you see a ghost. Uh, uh, 
uh, wake up your yeah. sleeping husband and uh, have him write a TripAdvisor review about it. Yes. Oh, no. I don't yes. know. Yes. Just see, like, my yes. eyes rapidly scanning my research. I was like, what did I talk about? What did I talk about? Perpetual, paranormal, oh, paralegal, yeah. par. Yeah, something about that. <laughs> oh god i can't believe i'm gonna have to have another drink now i can't believe i'd have to as well and keep talking woof yeah Uh, we got it we got it wish us luck may the spirits be with us next (laughs) week bye bye